Hello and welcome to another episode of the Let's Buzz You Up podcast. My name is Esther Aiken and I'm your host for today and I'm absolutely buzzed to be here. It's been another crazy week and money has again been a hot topic. While talking to a few of my clients in the horticultural industry, the last year has been exceptionally tough and they've had to make some serious cutbacks when it comes to their operations. However, if cutting back on their operational work means that it negatively impacts on their product outcome, which impacts on their potential income, is that what would be considered a strategic financial misspend or just a form of survival? Do you take the short-term loss to fight another day or do you expect to still get your full revenue as if you didn't cut back on any operational costs? So times are hard. Even I know this and I'm having to face quite a few challenges in the next few months and I know a lot of what I've been living in at the moment is natural anxiety and fear for what the future holds. But That is just the way the world goes and it's how you work through those money hardships and your money mindset and creativity that dictates how you get through a rough patch. This is probably a really good time to remind you to grab my free money mindset 50 page ebook practical tips and hacks that can create unlimited wealth. I know I've been busy using all the tips in there including the expense and income tracker and saving goal planner worksheets that are at the back of the ebook. My standstill link is in the show notes. Please do help yourself. Something that I have been discussing with a few people close to me is how mortgage rates and mortgage repayments are basically holding us prisoners. Right now, it's bad enough that the cost of living has gone through the roof, making running a business even harder, but it is the rents and mortgages that are absolutely drowning ourselves and our potential clients. So I wanted to utilize today today's episode to provide some tips for getting on top of your mortgage. Full disclosure, I'm not a financial advisor or an accountant. I'm just a single mum that is having to find ways to maintain a mortgage that feels like a giant noose around my neck. So I have always been very diligent when it comes to covering my expenses every month, whether it's in my business or in my personal life. I've always made a relatively good income on my nine to five, no matter what I do. And I've gotten, as I've gotten older and my income's gone up, I've always tried to pay a little bit extra off on my mortgage because interest rates are very, very scary. And paying a house off to the bank means you're almost paying double the asking price of your original purchase. And I don't like spending money if I don't have to. I can't stress enough how important it is to get financial advice and reach out if you need to. But I've come up with a few tips that I've been following over the last five years that has drastically helped me reduce my mortgage. And I plan on continuing to follow this strategy if I can until I have it paid off. And I plan to have my mortgage paid off by the time I'm 50 years old old. Yes, I'm getting old, which gives me another five years to pay back just under 400k. And I have already paid quite a big chunk off the original mortgage. So let me know if you have any tips and tricks around paying off a mortgage faster without penalties. But here are some of the ones I've been doing and working through. So paying off a mortgage faster can obviously help you save on interest and become debt free sooner. So originally when I bought my home, the bank advised for me to do monthly payments, but I'm ended up choosing to do weekly payments and treating it as if I was paying rent. If you can't do weekly, then at least 
look at rather than making one monthly payment, considering making bi-weekly payments. By doing so, you'll end up making an extra payment each year without even noticing it. The next trip, sorry, next trip I have is the next tip I have is round up your payments. Rounding up your mortgage payment to the nearest hundred or even thousand can help you pay off your mortgage so much faster. For example, if your monthly mortgage payment is say $1,237, rounding it up to say $1,300 can help you save money on interest and shave years off your mortgage term. This has been very helpful for me because I've committed to that dollar figure coming off as a fixed rate. I don't even notice it, but because but it does count very much at the end of the loan. So the next tip is to make extra payments. Whenever you have extra money, considering, you know, consider making an extra payment towards your mortgage. Doing so can help you pay off your mortgage so much faster and save money on interest. Now, the trick is when you have a fixed mortgage and that term falls free, if you inform the bank that you wish to pay a lump sum prior to refixing that mortgage, they will program it in so that Whatever you want to pay gets taken out of your account and put into your mortgage repayment before it gets refixed, saving you a heap of penalties. This is something that the banks do not like you knowing, but it certainly pays off because you are saving yourself a ton of interest and you're not breaking a mortgage to pay it back faster, costing you penalties. The next one is to refinance your mortgage. So refinancing your mortgage can help you secure a lower interest rate, rate, which can help you save money on interest and pay off your mortgage faster. Just be very aware that breaking a mortgage to refinance, it can be quite costly and if you can avoid it, workaround times, you know, when your mortgage is for is free of fixed terms, then it's clearly preferable. And the next tip is to avoid pay, uh, sorry, prepayment penalties. Some mortgages come with prepayment penalties, which can make it expensive to pay off your mortgage faster. Make sure to read your mortgage agreements carefully and obviously avoid any penalties you can. Again, make sure you get some serious financial advice. I have a mortgage broker that I have been using for many years. He also helps me out with my insurances as such which can be a very expensive item on your day-to-day spending. But Murphy's Law, if you don't have it, you need it. And if you do have it, you won't need it. That's my theory anyway. Something I've been asked about before because business plans are something of, you know, it's basically my thing is I love creating business plans and it is can you do a business plan for your personal life and what would that look like? The answer to that question is certainly a person's, you know, a personal business plan is a great way to take control of your personal life and set goals for yourself. I've come up with a few steps to help you create your own personal business plan. Just basically, you know, use the following to identify your mission statement. Just like a business, you need to have a clear mission statement for your personal life. What is the ultimate goal you want to achieve? Write it down and make sure it's specific and achievable. The next step is to evaluate your current situation. Take a look at where you are now, where you want to be. Break down your personal goals into smaller achievable steps. Then the following step is one of my favorites and that is to create a SWOT analysis. So identify your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. This will help you understand your personal strengths and your weaknesses and what you need to work on to achieve your goals. Again, I have raised this step a few times and that is to four set 
measurable goals. Create specific measurable goals with deadlines. This will help you stay accountable and track your progress. Now, with anything, it is great and wonderful having stuff written down on paper. It's the next step that really brings on how successful your business plan is really going to be in the long run, and that is to develop an action plan. Create a step-by-step plan to achieve your goals. This should include what you need to do, when you need to do it, and how you will achieve it. And more importantly, step six, review and adjust. Review your progress regularly and adjust your plan as needed. This will help you stay on track and make sure you're achieving your goals. Your personal business plan should be a living document that you can refer to regularly to track your progress and make adjustments as needed. By creating a plan, you're able to take control of your personal life and achieve the goals you've set for yourself. I know it's a bit crazy doing a business plan for your personal life, but some of us are just wired that way. Money mindset also makes a big difference when it comes to getting through any money hardships. Having a positive money mindset can make a big difference in your financial stability and overall well-being. Here are three key money mindset tips that can help you improve your wealth and financial stability. Okay, so the first, I've always mentioned this one's focus on abundance. Instead of focusing on what you lack, shift your mindset to focus on abundance. This means reorganizing or recognizing the opportunities and resources that are already available to you. By focusing on abundance, you'll be more likely to see opportunities to grow your wealth and take advantage of them. So the next one is one of my favorites, and that is practicing gratitude. So gratitude is a powerful tool for shifting your mindset. By focusing on what you're grateful for, you'll be more likely to feel positive and optimistic about your financial situation. This can help you stay motivated and focused on achieving your financial goals. The third is take control of your finances. So taking control of your finances is essential for improving your financial stability. This means creating a budget, tracking you know, your spending and making a plan for paying off debt. By taking control of your finances, you are better able to make informed decisions about your money and work towards your financial goals. By focusing on abundance, practicing gratitude and taking control of your finance, you can improve your money mindset and take steps towards greater wealth and financial stability. Now, I hear you. It can be tough to make ends meet when the cost of living is so high. Here are some things that may be helpful without causing offence. I'm fairly certain you've heard all this before, but at the moment I've I've been asked quite frequently what some of the basic advices I would give to those of us who are slightly struggling at the moment. And the first is obviously, like I've mentioned, creating a budget. Start by making a list of all your monthly expenses and income. This will help you identify areas where you want to, where you can potentially maybe cut back and find ways to save money. The free Money Mindset Magic ebook I have can help with this. Help yourself to the link in my sensor on the show notes. The second way even though you might be really struggling, is to still look for ways to save. There are many ways to save without sacrificing too much. For example, you could try shopping at discount stores, buying generic brands, or cooking at home instead of eating out. And the third, which I've mentioned a few times now, is to consider a side hustle. If you need to make extra money considering taking on a part-time job or starting a side hustle, this could be anything from dog walking to freelance writing. But more importantly, seek assistance. If you're really struggling to make ends meet, there are many organizations that can help. Check with your local government or non-profit organizations to see what resources are available. There are some really great community groups out there that can also help 
you know, or help you point in the right direction, help, sorry, point you in the right direction. Remember, it's okay to ask for help when you need it. There is no shame in struggling with the cost of living as there you know, are many resources available to help you get back on your feet. I hope that the points I've raised in today's episode were helpful. I know this podcast is slightly different to my normal style and the information I provided, but I was called to do this episode and I hope it was really received. I know it's a little bit shorter and I, I get that. I know that for me at the moment, I'm really working through a lot of my financial future and I am wanting to have a slight shift in my career choice and I'm really looking forward to working on my own personal business and a lot of things with my podcasting and with my business side and obviously with my gardening podcasts and the things I can do around my ebook creation and obviously my teaching and things like that. I'm really super, super excited about what the future can potentially bring and I think this is the first time that I am actually stepping up into my own and taking control back of my life. So I'm really looking forward to what that may or may not look like. Again, check out my stand store and have a look for, at those ebooks I've created. And also, don't forget to, to help yourself. So remember, it's okay. Again, ask for help if you are having a hard time. I hope that the points I've raised in today's episode were helpful. And let me know if there are any topics you would like me to cover in the future or if you have any business questions, please do reach out. You can reach me, of course, through the Biz you Up website or Instagram, Facebook or TikTok. And again, the contact links are in my show notes. If you are ready to get clear on your business goals and boost your productivity and revenue, I invite you to work with me in my one-on-one private business development containers. And as I've mentioned before, no, you don't have to have a business. So I do help private clients with goal setting and achieving those goals. Flick me a DM. Let's chat to see how we can work together and let's buzz you up. Till next week, thank you for listening and spending your time with me. I do truly appreciate you. Have an amazingly abundant week and I'll buzz you later. Bye. Thanks again for being here today. In the show notes, you'll find all the links to my social media platforms. Do pop in and say hi. I hang out mostly on Instagram on the at Biz you Up page or you'll also find me at esther.aken. Please help yourself to my free confidence or courage subliminals. These are the best kept secret to changing and leveling up your mindset and getting next level results. You can find them on the www.bizyouup.com website. That's B-I-Z-Y-O-U-U-P.com. I'm going to be cheeky and thank you all in advance for helping your girl out with your awesome ratings and reviews and hitting that follow and subscribe button. Till next time, buzz you all later and have an incredibly abundant week. Bye.